This is Mike Sempervivi from WrestlingObserver.com. Check me out on Wrestling Observer Live every day. And also check out your boys, Rich and James, on One Nation Radio. Woo! He now rocking with One Nation Radio. Welcome to the program. James Boy, Richard Ladder, and a couple friends. With the show for your wrestling needs. Shopping out the rest of the IWC. We gon' tell her how it is. We gon' shoot from the hip. If they putting out trash, we gon' rip from the bitch. Make sure that you tweet us and you rate the shows. Tell a friend to tell a friend I'll Let's get it on the road. One Nation Sports, One Nation Sports, One Nation Sports. Welcome to One Nation Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Rich Latta and James Boyd. And thank you for listening. SocialSuitsLights.com. BWB, what's up? Yo, I'm Gerd, this is Wale, and this is One Nation Radio. Very low. Welcome to the September 17th edition of One Nation Live. James, what's going on, man? It feels so good to be back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. We are we are back here. Uh, it is September 17th. We have not done a show for two weeks, so there is plenty to discuss in the wrestling world. Um you know, first, I wanted to uh, talk about, you know, why we were gone for a couple of weeks, if you guys don't know. Uh, we are residents of the Tampa Bay area, and Hurricane Irma came through here and had everyone running for the hills, or, you know, some folks running for the hills. Uh, and we went out there, uh, we were in Alabama last week, uh, which was yeah. an experience in itself. Everyone was so friendly, and, you know, it was just, it, it was, it was really nice. Why are you saying like that? Were you not expecting that? I mean, anytime I go somewhere, you know, that I've never been, you know, you're always kind of skeptical, you know, especially. Were you, were, were you like Eddie, were you like Eddie Murphy uh, in Delirious? We talk about going to Texas. Yeah, don't like go he, to Texas. Like he, They'll fuck yeah, you he, up. Yeah, you're like, I went to Texas looking for racism. He said, so I get off the plane and somebody grab my bag. Say, hey, man. He's like, and the dude asked, he has my bag. He's like, yeah, that's my fucking bag. <laughs> <laughs> that man can have a suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it was just, everyone was really friendly. Shouts out to Curb. Uh, we hung out with him for a little bit. Um, but, yeah, we are back now. And in, you know, these weeks, like, I caught some of the wrestling. I didn't catch all of it uh, in the, you know, the sabbatical. But, you know, we've been in the group and doing things here and there. But, um we got a list of topics planned out. Uh, you guys can leave your questions in the comments or comments as we go, like normal. Um, so first thing I want to talk about, John Cena and Roman Reigns. Um, these guys have decided that they are not going to have a WWE uh, proper feud at all. They're just going to pretty much just shoot on each other the whole time and leave ha more than, quote-unquote, half the audience not having a clue what they're talking about. Um what do you make of the, the this whole thing, like, you know, where WWE decides to inject all of this reality, you know, with this, and then, you know, you can look at other stuff on the show. It's like the height of unreality, in a sense. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, John Cena and Roman Reigns, I, I think Reigns up 3-0, like, on the promos. This is a rap battle. Like, I thought you brought up something, like, really interesting I want you to, uh, to speak on a little bit, James. But what, what are you thinking of all of this? I think it's sort of um, it stands out like a sore like a sore thumb because uh, I mean maybe it's hard for me to to say like just look at it from the perspective of 
most people that are that listen to this podcast and people that you know read certain things or go online and read internet news or whatever internet wrestling news and the people that are just you know like I was maybe like four years ago where it's just like I am strictly just watching this just to watch it I'm not going into getting into the Melser way Keller world of, of this thing I'm just going to just watch it for the show that it, that it is mm-hmm. um but I mean so I'm having a hard time just trying to de- determine whether or not this is good based on the fact that like anybody can watch this and automatically get what was coming what's coming from everybody or is this just like classic um, Monday night, Monday night wars, WCW insider bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like is it, you know, like is it Eddie Guerrero talking about coffee with Bischoff or, or like <laughs> Kevin Nash cut or Kevin Nash who's a heel cutting babyface promos on the Giant and shit like that? Um, yeah. So, I'm I, I'm trying to I'm trying to determine like or trying to figure out like what what I know if I wasn't if I wasn't um quote unquote smart to it and I'm coming to the conclusion that either way uh whether I was a smart fan or or, or was still like in the dark Johnson is absolutely murdering his dude right <laughs> ain't, ain't no doubt about so, it and <clears throat> so I'm I'm still trying to figure out like like who thought this was a good idea for Reigns. If Reigns is, in fact, the golden boy like everybody is led to believe. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like they've tried so many things to make this thing work, or, or at least, like, maybe they've said, you know what, screw it. At least if we, you know, kill this dude and he's still in the forefront, like, he at least still, you know, his views are interesting, but I don't know, man. I don't I don't think this is good for him in the long term. I mean, with with Reigns, like, uh, what's going on, Jared? Uh, with Reigns, like, someone actually getting to bring it to him in a reality-based storyline, like, with it, it was, like, finally, in a sense, it's like, wow, someone finally is going to tell this dude on camera what everyone thinks of him, or whatever, what the big elephant in the room is, because, like, when you look at Roman Reigns and how he's presented, there's just, like, think about this. He's main evented three WrestleManias in a row. He's gotten clean victories over CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, Triple H, The Undertaker. Damn near beat Brock Lesnar. The fact that it's even a debate whether he's the guy right now there to tell you there's a problem. Like, <laughs> like there's like anyone else receives a push like to that magnitude. Like, imagine if they would have gave like CM Punk that kind of push. Like, do you, is there any doubt that he's a super duper star right now? Like, no. Like with Reigns, yeah, it's like. Hold on. Well, first off, he didn't even get that this sort the level of this kind of push. And was a super duper star, right? And, and and the fact that there's still like you know a, a huge thing like band of resistance reigns is like yeah y'all botched this like from start to finish. Yep, sure did. Um, <laughs> uh, Jared says uh, uh, they made reigns so unlikable in this feud, or at the very least, just not worth it. I mean, yeah, I mean he he does look funny in the light, like he is. And the, and the worst part is, like, you can honestly say that, like, he is doing the absolute best he probably has ever done, like, on a, on a, on a, in, like, a week-to-week basis in a feud on the mic, and it still ain't enough. So, like, he's scoring like, points that don't it, matter. Like, 
it's it's weird. It's just really weird, and I, I think it's a bad look for the company. Like as far as he, if he's actually in fact the guy, or or if you know, or or if he's actually a top draw, which he clearly is, why would you do this then? Like I would think, like, and this was, you've heard me talk about this for for a while now. Uh, at what point will John Cena doing the shoot promo on a guy start to do damage to a guy in the long term? Like, you know. You can say is John Cena. He's a babyface. He's cutting down the Miz and saying he's gonna bury him at WrestleMania with his with his girlfriend against or, or soon to be fiance against um, Miz's ex wife and Miz. Or you can say that yeah, you know AJ. He's a top star. It doesn't matter that John Cena calls him just a guy from Atlanta. <laughs> it's a, you know, or you can say that Corbin is a is a dumpster fire. But like that stuff, like. Eventually, it's going to take its toll. Like, none of those guys got more over after their views with Cena. And Cena has made guys, absolutely. Like, John Cena made AJ Styles a bigger star at SummerSlam to, uh, last year. Yeah. The Royal Rumble thing, after he called him a guy from the land beat him, like, he pretty much stayed stationary. He didn't get any better, and they had a better match. Right. Um. It's, it's you know... Let's talk about these lies that Roman Reigns, these untruths, this fake news that uh, that Roman Reigns is um, <laughs> coming out here and saying. So, Roman Reigns has told John Cena in this feud that WWE doesn't need him anymore. They are doing, like, they're selling more tickets than ever. Or is, what, what, said, no, no, what he didn't say it? selling more tickets. He said ticket sales are, are through the roof or something to that effect. Right. Meanwhile, WWE is cutting all kinds of spending, like left and right, to to fuzz their numbers. Yeah. Um. He like, also he also he, went on he, the any any hold on and he said this in the middle of Raw, which was a like when he showed screenshots, it was like a what, maybe seventy, probably what he was seventy, probably like. 60 somewhere in the 60s percent as far as capacity for that for that room for that building like nah bro like you, like it, that's another part of the diamond is fake face out here lying yep the point of a shoot promo is to be honest and um question from Dion he's asking why is Cena shitting on Reigns I I feel like it, that's just what the company's asking him to do and you know if you want to send someone in there with Cena? With Cena has the ultimate free reign to ad lib. Like it ain't gonna work out good for you. I, don't, I really don't, like at this point. I don't care who you. are. I don't care if you're the Rock at this point. Like <laughs> it's just like nah, man. Um, and then he he went on the the rampage. Like I've had more good matches in two years than you've had your whole career. So once again, proving that WWE does know the difference from a good match and a bad match. Road Dog. Um, they. I thought that was pure bullshit as well. You know, not taking anything away yeah. from what Reigns has done this year, but Cena been doing this, bro. Like he he has a long resume. He's had a five star match before. Yeah, it's it's one of those weird things. Like in the last two years, like oh, so you mean like the last two years when like John Cena might have been like the best big match performer in the company on a on a on a uh, on a per on a per chance basis besides AJ Styles. Like, yeah, okay, that's, that's a smart thing to say, uh, Reigns. <laughs> Remember, all Reigns is, like, in the top, somewhere in the top five or six as far as that comes down to where, like, yeah, you need a big match in the last two years, go, go, and you need to go grab somebody based on percentage chance of, of, of succeeding. Like, after AJ and Cena, 
you start to get to like Roman Reigns pretty damn quick. But he ain't John Cena. Like the open chat, like the U.S. Open Challenge was like, what? That's probably the best title ring we've had since it happened. Yeah. Um, Simon's saying, remember Cena in 2013 and remember how 2012 and Cena's losses fueled his redemption? That's what you're witnessing now. Is that for Reign, Simon? Let, let us know. And Dion says, uh, Cena has four moves. Reign has, Reigns has five. Uh, I don't really get too caught up in the counting moves because Cena always breaks out new shit. Like, even if it's like yeah. a, a springboard yeah. stunner. <laughs> That five, see that five, yeah, exactly. Like that five moves of doom shit is why he out here. He still throws that terrible drop kick and does a springboard start to stutter that gets worse every time he does it, or he does like the uh, the code red. Mm-hmm. So, all right, keep talking about the five moves of doom. All right, you gonna start seeing them other five moves that are really doomish and they look terrible. Yeah. Um... So, uh, off John Cena and Roman Reigns, like, I guess we'll get to, like, a full prediction next week, but Kevin Owens busted Vince McMahon's head to the white meat. James, these guys, uh, this, this, this man came out here and bled all over the, the ring and national television, um, he cut this promo, and I think Kevin Owens became the biggest star on SmackDown. What did you make of this whole thing? It was interesting to look at, but ultimately fucking stupid. <laughs> right? Like, so, like, it, like yesterday, okay, so for me, the AJ Styles and, um, and Kevin Owens, thing, it never really clicked to me and made any sense until Shane got inserted into the part where cause then they both basically took off on, on Shane, especially Kevin Owens saying, like, this dude's a like, this dude is not fucking trustworthy. Let me go on the WWE Network and show you that he's not trustworthy and then show the video of him scoring Austin in, mm-hmm. um, in the, the 98 uh, Survivor Series. And then, and then they, you know, they tease on the fact that, like, they both have history with, with Owens and, and um, I'm sorry, both have history with Shane as far as, like, not liking that dude. And then they had that SummerSlam. And then, you know, like, circumstances led to... Uh, Kevin Owens was in his mind over it, and it was getting it was getting interesting, and then he figured out how was it going to come to a head between those two. And I mean, we got it the last uh, we got it the week before, where you know he says all this stuff about his kids, and then you know the good old the good old territory term meaning or fighting words. You know, yeah. he said the fighting words to Shane, and Shane lost it, and he beat up you know uh, a former world champion. Yes, yes. And, uh- who yeah. decided not to fight yeah. back for whatever reason. Um, right. Yeah. Uh, so, comment from Jared. He was, like, he was saying, uh, people are saying that it was some of the that makeup or the new skin with blood uh, underneath the cellet. Um, it looked pretty damn stiff to me. So... Either, either, well, either way, I feel like it's stupid. It's either you're creating blood under alternate circumstances, like, or B, you're doing stiff headbutts to a 72 year old man that has a concussion lawsuit against him that <laughs> that clearly is yeah. borrowed from a spot that damn near ended a, a dude's career earlier this year. I don't expect any of them to know that, but it's mighty interesting now how. I can hear people cape for how awesome this was for Vince McMahon, and then at the same time, they'll call out how quote-unquote dangerous New Japan Pro Wrestling is. I don't get it. Sp- show yourselves, well, hypocrites. Well, there will be one thing, whereas like it's one hit, but compared to like a thousand stiff kicks, a million beat triggers, 
a million forearm shots. Those dudes are professionals. So I, I see, people are being worked. Huh? Those dudes are professionals. Those people are being worked. Well, wait, wait. So Kevin Owens ain't professional. No, I'm saying with the with the V triggers and everything like that. Like, there's literally right. no difference. Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens is professional. He can't throw a professional head, but to quote unquote, look, that's the same thing that what was super with the whole uh, the whole Brock Lesnar thing. And someone said last year, you have a dude that said, "Hey, I know I can slice you over with my forearm, being that I'm a 300 pounds uh, shoot fighter. Let me go ahead and split you open, uh, uh, and Orton agrees to it. And he has to hit him." You have to crack them four, three, four times right. to open them up. And that's stupid as well. Like, like, <laughs> like, like you can't come out here and be like, yeah, WWE, th- this shit's incredible. Like, look how tough Vince McMahon is. And at the same time, you'll be out here talking about, oh, yeah, you know, them dudes in Japan, like, this is this is just too much. This is ridiculous. You know, like, nah, man. It's, 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 you can't have it both ways. Well, my point, well, okay, well, my point on it is like if you want to say the two ways, say that's cool. My point over is my point is it's all fucking stupid. Like it's just it's me. Uh, but like the thing, the thing for for the with the with this uh, uh, Vince thing that blew me was okay. The second Vince gets inserted to it, like he's he's there on behalf of Shane, which is weird because you know last we saw it, last we left off, Shane and Vince still hate each other's guts, right? Or like your phrases, Shane and the rest of the or Shane. I'm sorry, the rest of the family hates Shane's guts, um, and they're keeping around just because he's a just because he's a he's a quote unquote uh, likable draw guy. People like him. Um, so they gave him his own show and told him to get to get off be be on the B show and go the hell away. Uh, and then the heel gets talked down to with a heel promo, saying like you know. You know, billionaires place in the world are to reign over common men like you, uh, uh, Kevin Owens. And I will, you know, and if you have your lawsuit, I will tie you up in litigation and make you bankrupt. Which is like, <laughs> uh, is it Kevin Owens the hill? I'm, I'm confused. And then, and then he rears back and gives him this fucking headbutt. And I, you know, I'm sitting there like, I, wow, all right. He clearly bladed, and then we get to the whole thing about you know whether he pre-bladed and put something over it or whatever. And the thing is, like, either way, my opinion is, I find it very, very hard to believe that they left. They would leave it the chance that they said, "Hey, we don't know how this is going to work, but we're going to have you rear back and, and crack uh, this man in the head and, and and leave it the chance that he might not believe." Yeah, I find man. it really hard to believe that. Uh. So, Comment from Sergio. He think, was he was saying it's something he he wants to see one time every few months, but he doesn't want to see it in every match. That's fair. Um, what stiff stuff? Yeah. Um, Jared Lark also says uh, the Monopoly man be out here trying to ruin careers with bankrupts. <laughs> have have Kevin Owens wrestling for free out here. <laughs> oh man. Um. So what else we got uh, going on with that? But I, I think it was, it was a good way to heat it up. Owens is definitely like the biggest deal on SmackDown. Uh, everything's kind of built around him, and if he's not main eventing the Hell in a Cell show, I don't know what they're doing. But oh, of course that's main. Event. I believe that what is going to be the main event? event. I mean, yeah, <laughs> we'll get to that next. Um, like like Jinder versus Nakamura is not going to be in a cell. Yeah. 
Um, Jinder Mahal cut a promo against uh, Shinsuke Nakamura where it was largely whack. Um, he went on this, uh, you know, this deal where he was making the uh, the crowd laugh at Nakamura, like for him making funny faces. And then he pretty much flipped it on him after and was like, yeah, you know, you'll be the champion and then they will laugh at you. you they'll treat you just like me. It's like, okay, if this dude wasn't over and already like a god to all the audience, maybe that would be true. <laughs> but what did you think about this, James? I thought it was at least a, a somewhat smart angle. Like, I remember saying to you when they first uh, were going into SummerSlam that the angle should be something along the lines of uh, of gender trying to convince Nakamura they need to be on the same side, not against each other because, you know, because of, because of the crowd and their, and, you know, and their, you know, and that system. But, you know, they didn't do that. They just decided to have a, a pretty, you know, standard paint-by-numbers regular old feud that would be like the fourth match on the card, not even like a, a, a title uh, feud, but whatever. And then they, you know, they did the typical or I guess what now is a standard issue uh, fuck finish with, uh, with, with gender. So um, this time around, like, they sort of are doing it, but they're doing it by, like, clowning on the baby face, which is, like, for me, is just always, like, that's not a good idea, but... Uh, you know, we'll see what they do next week. Like, I'm not, I thought, you know, I'm more concerned about, like, the shitty photo flip comedy than anything else. Like, that shit was painful. And the only thing that didn't make me want to say, like, this is god-awful, what are they doing there? They are making, like, gender even worse was the fact that they had uh, uh, the Singh brothers out there overselling it and falling on the floor dying laughing, which, like, made it be like, oh, look. Look! Look at the Singh brothers getting or doing everything to get gender over again. <laughs> those those brothers right there should be representing the one point three. Um, yeah, we. I, I looked everywhere around the uh, internet for someone that liked like it. Shockingly, there was only one person that did. Um, <laughs> what's up to Dave? <laughs> um, oh, Dave liked it. <laughs> yes. What did he say? He liked about it because I can't. I'm, I'm sorry. He liked the, the he liked the flip. Like he thought it was like to his fairness. He was like, man, I think this gender thing. Jumped the shark like during the first half of the promo, and then he said he liked how he turned it or whatever. We said, All right, cool, you liked it. Um, but it's not main event, it's not must see, no. nope. it's not you know, it, it's a dude trying to figure it out, it, and it, it, it will continue to be what it has been. And it's a damn shame nope. Shinsuke Nakamura will continue to be sacrificed because if you ask me, do I think gender or uh, Shinsuke Nakamura is about to win the WWE title right now? No. Like <laughs> like he's going to win it not in the main event? Like come on, man. Yeah, absolutely not. He has no chance. They're going to keep this thing on whatever else. At least, you know, we figure out how to figure out how to protect them, but like they need to get him away from him real quick, otherwise he's gonna start feeling real loserish. Yeah, uh, he 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 needs a guy like to come out of nowhere and drag him into something else. How Bray Wyatt did Daniel Bryan back in 2017 or 2013, excuse me. Uh, like where they beat Bryan down and just fucked everybody, and then you you sent him somewhere else. But 
he really got to you know do him at the same time uh got a question from dion he says does the u.s title mean more on smackdown than the wwe title and simon actually answered him he said yeah but the u.s title kind of sucks too what say you james yeah like yeah but but that's only because of how do i say this um I would say it's actually a tie. Like if like when they were doing the AJ, like once Shane got inserted into the uh, into the, the feud with AJ and, and Kevin Owens, then like yeah, the US title definitely felt like the, the, the bigger prize. But now that you don't have like the, literally the two best guys in the company love the last year by competing for it, it, it's lessened now that it's Corbin and it's Ty Dillinger versus AJ trying to carry those two schmucks. But yep. um. It's still AJ with a belt, and it's still Jinder Mahal with a belt. So I'll still say, like, obviously AJ the bigger, the bigger person. And the ceiling's um, much higher. Sorry. The ceiling is much higher with AJ. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. Like we know who's a star and who's not, and especially the, and the crowd knows too. Um, Sergio Parra says he liked the Bollywood Boys. I think we all do at this point. Um, yeah, they're, only, they're the only thing successful about this entire act. <laughs> uh, and also, uh, Simon says, the WWE Network subscribers in India are down. I did hear something about that. Are you kidding me? Yes. Or no, I'm not kidding it's you. Down. That, I, I saw a What Culture video that profiled that. Um, I'll have to double check, you know, a couple, you know, go through a couple sources online to check that out. But if that is the case, what the fuck are we waiting for? Like, <laughs> look, how this dude, as you said, have him drop it at a house show. Like, <laughs> yeah, at a house show. <laughs> um, don't, look, look, don't wait for Madison Square Garden. Don't wait for, don't wait for when they're at like the Staples Center in front house show. Do it in Green Bay. Yeah. Do it in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Yes. Yes, absolutely. You know. Get it done with. Unbelievable. You went in Palmetto, Florida. Palmetto, Florida. Florida. (laughs) Uh, Any other small towns you guys want to see uh, General Mahal drop the title in, please let us know in the comments. Um, Sergio says. Do it in Valdosta, Georgia. Do it in Dalton, Alabama. Yes, Dothan, Alabama. Yes, we we were we went through there. Nice Waffle House out there. Um, <laughs> they changed their names, but uh, Sergio says they changed their name. But I'll keep calling them the Bollywood Boys. Yeah. <laughs> look, if he wants to call, look, if he wants to call the Singh Brothers Bollywood Boys, while I'm still calling uh, the Dr- uh, Elias the Drifter, then fine by me. Yep. Um, Dion has a question: Gender or David Arquette, the worst champ ever? I'm going to say this. I was not watching David Arquette be the WCW champion. So I don't have a fair point of reference for that. But, you know, at least Jinder's a wrestler. You know? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like, I have have to see how bad the TV was. And also, like, how long was Arquette champion for? Right. I don't know. I don't know. Y'all can let us know about that because, like, uh, just the idea is ridiculous. I can say that. The the idea of David Arquette being the world champion um, as compared to Jinder Mahal being the the world champion, I think is even more, like, of of an outrageous idea, shockingly. Yeah. Like, was was Arquette, like, main main eventing, like, a Starcade or or a Halloween Havoc or a Great American Bash? Say it. 
Simon says Arquette was champ for two weeks. I believe it happened during the summer too, James, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. <clears throat> okay, well, Jared and says AJ and Owens ended up not yeah. being about the title, and as big as Owens was as a star, then he, no offense, downgraded to Corbin and Dillinger. Uh, Dellen says the 1.3 don't like gender. Uh, Dellen James says Saskatchewan, he can drop the title there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, drop it in Poughkeepsie, bitch. <laughs> Oh, uh, question from Dion Murphy. What's up, Dion? Uh, he said, by the way, what the fuck happened to Mike Bennett? An- another example of WWE dropping the ball. Yeah, man, he was dead on arrival. I feel like as soon as he came out, nah, man. Like, when your wife is your sole source of, you know, your heat, like, and she ain't, like, sunny or whatever, <laughs> like, nah, man, or Sable, you know, she she's Maria Kanellis. Fine, like, like she's fine, don't get it twisted. But like she's not the star that they were, so nah, man. Sorry, sorry, player. Oh man, uh, I don't understand the need for like giving that dude a check to like be a jobber. Like Alvarez talks about this every so often. It's like you, if you think like uh, like you go back like uh, six months, if you think like. J- like paying gender a check, a consistent weekly check, or paying, um, what do you what do you call? Or paying uh, local enhancement talent. Curtis, not Curtis, Curtis, yeah, Curtis Axel, um, Kurt Hawkins. If you think paying those dudes, put them on the road, they get beat on every single week, is going to get any a single person over as opposed to you just going out here and giving three hundred bucks to a local talent? You're out of your mind. Yeah. It doesn't do anything for the guy losing, and then the guy winning is like, "Oh yeah, y'all, they're lowering them." Yeah. So why are you paying this? So why are you paying this dude? Why are you paying health insurance for this dude? Or not health insurance? You know what I'm saying? They don't do that. But like, why are you? Why are you giving this dude like 50k a year? What's the point? Yeah, man. Uh, Dion says Maria is better than Sable. She's not a bigger star than Sable. <laughs> he says Maria yeah. can talk, but like I said. It, I was there. Like, <laughs> um, I, I never seen Marie Canellas on the cover of Playboy or, or TV Guide. So I mean, I believe Marie Canellas did do Playboy. Oh, I got a question. Oh, I got a question on the cover, though. I got a question. Right, Marie right. Canellas uh, is, is is like is there even is, does TV Guide even exist? Yes, it does exist. It's like a magazine now, like a oh, like a full yeah. size, not like the booklet. Okay, I figured that'd be sort of like you know. That'd be something that, go to, that goes the way of the typewriter. Right, right. What's the point of that? Yeah, no, no. It, that is obsolete. Yeah, it's, it's, it looks more like a regular magazine now. Um, uh, let's see, uh, I, I can't repeat that on air, Dion. Uh, basically, he says Sable had two great qualities. How about, how about I leave it at that? Um, so, uh, Jason Jordan, um, he came out here the last two weeks and had matches with Roman Reigns and John Cena, and star-making performances, I might add, like, in the ring, and don't forget the match that he had with Finn Balor, uh, right, you know, the week before, I believe it was. So, like, that's, that's three matches, uh, Jason Jordan has had, just proving that he can go, and he... He did, yes, Jared. He did look great, and he got some someone to rap over that theme, and the theme sounds a lot better now than it did just as the instrumental. And where 
where is it like, you know, what is, what is, what, like, where is he going with this? I do not know. I have no idea. Uh, what I will say is, I think, holy shit. Guess who's starting quarterback for the Vikings this week because Bradford it needs to be bad. Teddy Bridgewater? Oh, no, no, no. Teddy Bridgewater, I think he's still on the, the physical label to perform list. Colin Kaepernick, can I can I start watching the league again? I mean, it should be Colin Kaepernick because this dude's clearly better, or Kaepernick's clearly better than this dude, but uh, I wish he'd keep guessing. Uh, no, I remember I said, when we talk about the Kaepernick thing, like, you can't put him in Minnesota when, like, the whole Philando Castile thing happened literally miles away from the new Brandon Stadium. Um, you know, he should be starting for the Colts, you know. Uh, he could be, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, he could be starting for like five or six different teams. But I want you to guess. Uh, let's say this: University of Houston. No. Cray, uh, Cray. He he has like the the same initials. Yes. Oh, I don't remember his name. Case Keenum. Case Keenum. Oh, okay. It, it, it sounded similar. It's like CK. Yeah. Case Keenum is still in the league somewhere. Who knew? Yeah. In the start. In anyway, the start. Back to lecture at hand. Yeah, uh, Jason Jordan, we were talking about. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I thought I thought these matches were really good. I, I mean, I, which one do you think was better between the two? I like the Cena match, and I like the Balor match, so, too. Yeah, uh, but I'm in, I'm in between the Cena and because the, of the angle, I'm in between right, the, the Cena, Cena and the Reigns. Which match do you think was better? I thought, I thought the Cena match was better because, like, we pretty much knew, like, I was like, okay, when when they did the promo after the Jordan match, I'm like, all right, Reigns is, I think, and I think Simon suggested this, like, Reigns should have to wrestle him now, and this is, like, the most classic build that you guys can, can see, like, they made him tag team partners, they had him shooting, like, promos on each other, they gave him the same opponents, like, to see who could impress more, it's like, this is, yeah. this is the, the, the classic right here, um, like, the classic build. I like the Cena match more because it was it was first it was out of it was kind of unexpected or whatever. Yes, yeah. yes, uh, and I'll tell you why they slept on that Balor match, uh, Dylan. Um, it was that fucking crowd with those um, with, with the beach balls. That that's exactly ball, why. Yeah. Yep. Um, that match was really good, but the Cena and Jordan match it looked like wow. Once you see them in there with Cena, it, it's a little bit different. Reigns isn't there yet. Like when you see him in there with Reigns, yeah. like. It's like wow, Jason Jordan. He he looks like he he can hang. He can obviously work, and I think he is like he is. A, and I, I said this back in 2015 when I saw him at an NXT house show um, with, and I actually have this documented in a column. Jason Jordan is a future world champion. Now I said. I don't know if it's in WWE or not, but he is a future world champion somewhere. So, <laughs> uh, what did, which one did you like yeah. better? I like the Cena one better. Like, I think, um, personally, if you were to ask me, I think that, uh, like, I do like the fact that in the Roman match, that Roman worked heel throughout the match, and, like, see, and he slapped on headlocks, rest holds, and slowed down the action, and then, like, let the crowd pop for, for Jordan's uh, comeback. But ultimately, like, it was a real, 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 like, um, opener opener quality, like, non-important non finish that that match got. And, like, the Cena match was more or less, like, you know, 
like I love the fact that he tried to do the angle like the angle plex or whatever and then and then Cena was able to reverse it and land on top of him for the pin and then like he got out the pin and then ate a AA. Like I like that finish. Like that was a main that was like a pay per view finish. Right. Um so like and, and and like it was the first it was impressive like the first time you see it go around where you're like, Oh, oh shit, I figured he's gonna splash him. It turned into an actual good match. It was like it made me think like the open challenge. Right. Um against him going against a guy that's like, you know, lower mid card type tier. Like he just beats one AA. So um yeah, I'd like to see the match more. Um I, I heard people say they like to see the match or the uh, open match uh, more and I was kinda surprised, but you know, it is what it, it is what it is. Um, I think it's a really good thing for Jason Jordan that he can have that like to show that he can he actually can wrestle. I think a lot of it was like you're in a tag team, like you have a great hot tag, but like sometimes that means something, sometimes it doesn't. Like sometimes you can have a great hot tag, you can beat Jason Jordan, or sometimes you can beat Titus O'Neil. Um, so like once you're in the ring or whatever, like it's good to show that like this dude can actually go in the ring, so people can get like you know people that like were hesitant on him because he's a He's one of those classic WWE, like just a man body guys. You just see him, he looks apart. But now they can see like the athleticism comes along with the work. So people can kind of sort of get behind him even though they know like this angle thing is ridiculous. <laughs> um, like maybe, maybe like they can save him by like he has these matches and like you get behind him and you're like, and then you can move away from that. Like you can like just drop it. And move, move along. Simon says a feud like Reigns and Cena should have 50 50 book, booking, yet Reigns is getting thrashed. Um, Jared says, I kind of like the Reigns one more because it had more story behind it at that point, but in ring wise, the Cena one more. Uh, yes, yes, we can talk about uh, how Miz shit on Enzo Dion. I mean, uh, let me get to a couple more of these comments. Uh, Dylan says, from the start, we, he knew from the start that Jordan was going to be great. Even with this whole Kurt Angle son thing, he's making it work. He's getting over where it matters. He just needs some good character and promo work and bam, world-class champion. Um, well, what I will say is this, that like all those three matches we're talking about, the only time like the match was really super hot for was the Cena match. Like the Reigns match, it was it, like people liked it, but people weren't like losing their minds like the Cena match. Right. Um, so, yeah, we'll fit this in uh, now because, you know, I have no problem uh, uh, giving Enzo Amore the business on this show. Um, the Miz basically uh, took Enzo Amore out back and shot on him like Old Yeller. Um, he pretty much killed him, destroyed him, said, you know, I used to be you and you. the problem is you just don't get it and... Just let him let him have it. From everything you know that that James and I pretty much he you know I, I'm I'm can only assume that Rome, that the Miz is out here listening to One Nation Radio. So James, what did you make of this? <laughs> like as as far as from a promo standpoint, it got over. The crowd loved it. The crowd seemed to know what he was talking about. The crowd like really enjoyed it. But for me, um, I thought that it was really 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 weird that. That came out of seemingly nowhere, and it also did help that like Mrs. the heel cutting baby all this baby face news, and all you want to do is be happy for Miz and then Maurice about the fact that like you know they're gonna have a child. Like I think that's great. Yep. And like it was like one of those things where like you know Miz is one of those is one of the few heels in the company where he actually gets real heat, and like he can like he's not Kevin Owens where it's like we boo him because he's a jerk, and like we we tend we tacitly like make an agreement that we will boo him because he's a jerk, right? Even though he's awesome, 
Yeah. Like Miz is Miz is awesome. We still boo him regardless because he's because because he, he has a punchable face, right? He's Dax like he's Dax Shepard in Employee of the Month. Um, <laughs> but for me, like so that happens and like we you know that was one of the times where like it, like we kind of like dropped the whole thing. We're like, oh yeah, we're supposed to boo Miz and we're like we're happy and then like this asshole comes out before he's supposed to come out and like does his whole shtick or whatever and like. We're like, yeah, he has every right in the world to like tear into this dude. In fact, like he did, he did him a courtesy by like not just immediately jumping him with his <laughs> yes, yes, the immediate ass woman. Yeah, immediate. Instead of just jumping him, they decided like I'm just gonna cut him down with words. Like he, that was nice of me, is not to just immediately jump him. You know what, what honor? You know what what you know. What character from the Miz, you know, uh, not immediately, you know, just just sicking your goons on him, you know, you know, such a large man. Um, let's see. Um, but, but but one thing, like one thing is like, okay, so and I remember Miz one time, like I think after he became champion in two thousand, uh, was it two thousand eleven? Um, I think one point he had cut a promo once. I'm pretty sure I remember where he was like walking along the backstage talking about how like people made him dress outside the locker room. Yeah. Whatever. So like it is part of canon, the, the whole thing about him saying that uh, about like, you know, I used to be had to dress out in the locker room before, but like nobody brought up the fact that like that was happening to Enzo until until Monday. And I thought it was sort of like the crowd oohed and awed to it or whatever, but like, you know, I guess if the crowd's into it, it doesn't. It ultimately, like it, it gets, it got over, so it doesn't really matter. But I imagine, like, if you're somebody that's not like, you know, if you're one of those casual fans, I wonder how the casual fans view that line or view the line talking about how like everyone in the locker room hates them. Yeah, and and it's strange how they put him out there. You know, is this a bridge for getting uh, some of the the cruiserweight guys or guys from Two Hundred Five Live mixed in with like the main guys? If you can do that, I think that's like only a positive. Um, But at the same time, and I'd watch an Enzo more in Miz feud if it was more of this because we know the Miz is gonna whip his ass. Like you you know, no, dude, that match was awful. It was. But like they, like, they, like they locked up and got by the ropes and like they and they almost fell through the ropes, man. It was really bad. Oh, like between between, between Mrs. Softstyle and Enzo being like the worst worker in the company, like it's I don't know, man. Dion said once again the Miz has proven he's the guy. Uh, Tyler Bates, the Mac of the week. We'll get to that uh, later, Simon. <laughs> he's a Enzo's the sucker of the decade. Dion said, Rich, I'm going to need you to stop yawning. Make me self-conscious now. Um, I was up late watching that draw of a boxing match. Um, so, you know, I be yawning. Uh, Jared says, Enzo, Geek Supreme. Hey, a 36-minute Broadway. Yes, these boys had a Broadway last night. Who booked that shit? Um, oh, Golden Boy Promotions. Um, Dion Murphy said, we're officially in the shoot era in WWE. I mean... They've they've dipped their toe in and out, and I, I don't feel like they're you know fully shooting right now. It's not like it was CM Punk coming out here just just killing everybody that was standing across from him with fact. But you know, if this keeps happening, yes, we we might move into some you know something resembling that. One guy I want to talk about is Dolph Ziggler. Um, 
I am on record. Look, that, this, and this is another shoot thing. Like people don't want to talk about it because they don't like it, but like this, this is also another shoot thing. So he is basically coming out here every week saying, you know, I am the best in-ring performer in this company's history. Uh, but for some reason, y'all don't love me, you know, or I don't get the opportunities, you know, like all these superficial, you know, people have. And, you know, you guys love the nostalgia and you guys like all this other stuff. And it's like he's doing all these entrances like he did the belly entrance i i, I would have loved to have been around you seeing that uh james um he, yes i saw and i was like great like they're killing somebody who's already dead that's awesome <laughs> um he's doing all the the warrior thing bro he did the warrior thing right in front of dana warrior that like it don't get much like more hardcore than that um Dude, i would say this like I get why he's. I get why he did in the first week. He did Macho Man and why he did the Warrior in the second one. Like he's like taking legends. Like it's not because like honestly, like in a sense, like what he's saying as a heel. Is he needs to do Sean. Like, he's not like like his whole point is like hey like well I guess I have to run around and act like an asshole for y'all to like actually like enjoy to actually think of me as a star. So therefore, he comes out and he's like, uh, one week he was. Uh, Last year he was Bailey. Week before he was Naomi. Uh, the first week he was he came out as Macho Man with with a with a, a stand in for Elizabeth. Yeah. And then or Sherry, it was, it was actually Elizabeth. And then uh, this week he comes out as, as Ultimate Warrior. But like the thing is, he's still a heel. So like you can't have people be like, yeah, you know, actually he's, he's sort of right. Like these people do like are dressed up like fucking ridiculous people and, 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 and like <laughs> like assholes like John Cena. Let so let's get like. He did Legend, Cena too, like, right? Have him do fight Legends, so people get mad at him or whatever because he's supposed to be for Heat. You ain't no Legend. Like, for me is, I, but the thing for me is when he ran out as this Warrior, bro, he ran out past that camera so fucking fast, I was screaming. <laughs> but, bro, that shit looked like the Get Out Challenge. Bro, his arm, yeah, and like his arms were up so high, like it was like Forrest Gump, like running. Like, it was so funny, dude. Like, I want to jip for that so badly. And him, like, cutting across the camera out of the, in- out of the entranceway down the aisle. Yeah, man. They, they, yeah, with Ziggler doing this, it's just going to, who do you think it's leading to? Oh, it's obviously leading to, uh, to your boy, to, uh, to, um, uh, to uh, Bobby, Bobby Rue. It's clearly leading to him. Because, like, first off, since he started doing it, he had been on TV the past two weeks. Yeah. Uh, and I think I, I heard a couple folks chanting for Rude uh, during the that entrance. And if yeah. Ziggler fucks around and gets over again, which would be like the fourth time, uh, all they're going to do is feed him to someone else. Yep, sure is. But I mean, you know, it is what it is. Uh, but, Dion said he's a wannabe he Chris Jericho. Talk. I don't know about right. that. Dion, uh, Dion says like uh, Dolph is a wannabe Chris Jericho. Uh, Here's the thing, right? I would Jericho say more so Shawn iconic Michaels. That, like you can say, Jericho is so iconic. You can like literally, literally say anybody is a, is a ripoff of Jericho at some point because Jericho's done like fifty million things. Yeah, uh, I, I would love to like, see Ziggler said, come out as Shawn though, so he can fulfill his destiny of of, of wanting to be Shawn Michaels. You know, and you can even put him with Baron Corbin and have him dress up as Big Daddy Cool Diesel and. <laughs> Oh man, um, 
So what what else we got uh, on this thing? We got the women. Rich. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed, but like back when Ryback was still with the company, like they used to do Ryback versus. They used to have like uh, pictures of Ryback and. Uh, I'm sorry, Zingo would take pictures like pictures of all of like all like ninety five pictures of Razor Ramon. Yes. And like. And and uh, yeah, and Shawn Michaels hang out together, and it'd be like you know the big guy, you know the big the big guy in the show off or whatever. Yeah. So, like yeah, like he's in, he's all in on the Shawn Michaels thing if, if they want to do it, but uh, you know we'll see how that goes. Well, you that, know, that Shawn man Michaels insists. Is HB and, and, and come and whoop his Kentucky fried ass. Yeah. If, if we can get uh, Sean to come out, you know, out of retirement to to whoop Ziggler's ass, you know, whatever, I'd be down with it. Um, let's see. We have the women fatal four way. How there's only two ways I feel like this match can end. I, I think we talked about them last night. Uh, we have Alexa yeah. Bliss defending the championship against Nia Jax, Sasha Banks, and Emma. So I feel like <laughs> WWE hates Sasha Banks. So either Alexa is pinning Sasha. Yep. Or Emma. Or well, no, 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 no. I think either Alexa pins Emma because Emma's a geek, or Emma wins the whole thing because she's a geek and they're trying to get somebody over, and and she'll win it by pinning Sasha. Oh man! Like, because either, either way, I feel like their their whole thing is like we have to do, we have to do this whole Alexa versus uh, Nia thing because the crowd wants it; they're clamoring for this matchup, right? So, sure. Like they figure, like so. Either one of those finishes sets it up to where like either they can have a match for the title or a match not for the title, and then whoever wins is immediately like thrown into um into the um thrown into like being the number one contender immediately. Right. And you know anything you know, and also anything to get you know Alexa that fifth title reign. <laughs> yeah. Fifth while she already on her fourth, you know. Yes. Um. It's just like. I'm done with it. Like I'm done with Alexa Bliss being the champion. It's not exciting. Uh, I'm ready for Oscar to literally remove her head from her shoulders with with her feet. Like, <laughs> oh, all right. So, do you remember? Uh, what was I going to say? Do you remember when we were having a conversation uh, between it was me, it was me, you, Jeremy, and the Sierra, and she was saying that she was tired of the horsewoman. In a similar way that she was tired of like AJ when AJ was like the the, the queen bee of the company, uh-huh. and she was saying like it's time for somebody else. We need we need somebody else. Um, and she was like push Emma, and I was like, well Emma's a geek right now. Well, they pushing her, still a geek. And if she's and if she's somehow like you know, because they love the shock, the shock and awe, she becomes a champion. Me and, me and Sierra will have one of those talks of what like when I have when people want to just like fly out wrong and be like, oh, so Sierra, what's going on? How, how's it how's hanging? <laughs> like, look, man, you asked you asked some, ask some shit that was potentially harmful, and we we'll see. Yeah, um, it ain't happening yet, but we'll see. Oh man, uh, so Hulk Hogan, uh, and I think Simon uh, posted this. Uh, he came out on, I think it was it was either an interview or it was on Twitter or something like that, and basically, you know, called the hurricane victims of Irma, like that have no power 
and you know maybe even water at this point um he was like they are crybabies and obviously there's there think about you know what what could have happened that's worse and all this stuff and that kind of plays into you know a lot you know if you guys don't have a lot of friends that are in the Tampa Bay or like obviously me and James do we live here um and you just see all these timelines where folks you know are admonishing on people telling people not to complain you know that they don't have power for days at a time because look how worse it could be now not only is that short-sighted it is just like i think me and james determined the only thing at this rate you could like go on facebook and complain about is like a terminal illness or (laughs) or like losing a limb yeah, so may, may I? Okay, so um, if you extrapolate out this logic of it can always be worse, and it's like, all right, if the logic is like, don't don't ever complain about things because it can always be worse. Then if that's the case, and we're, we're gonna be at a point where like you can't complain about anything unless like it literally means like you are going to you have some type of your stage four. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Like don't complain. Like you, you you went to you went out to eat and you got a shitty meal. Can't complain and say that the place is bad because, like, there are motherfuckers in Africa that would die for that food, right? <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Listen, so, uh, you can't find, uh, or, or sorry, you can't, uh, all the waters, because there's a water shortage, in, um, in, or was a water shortage, um, when the hurricane was bearing down on us, or it was on the way, on the path of bearing down on us. Can't complain about that because, like there are motherfuckers in, in Brazil in the favelas that, that that are drinking dirty water, right? Yes. Like, like what do we? Like, it's like okay, like dude, this is really this is a, and it also and the worst part. I was like, these are a lot of the comments that I saw were also from people that like I've seen complain about all types of shit, like all types of stuff, like <laughs> you know, feeling, uh, feeling, you know, they you know, their significant other ain't doing right by them or whatever else or whatever. But now it's time to talk about you know. Literal things that can cause life or death situations for you, like no po- people die from no power. Sick people die from not having power all the time. Like, yeah. So, for example, um, there are people that that take insulin, right? And you have to keep your you have to keep insulin cold, otherwise it goes bad and it's useless, right? Uh huh. So, imagine you're you're one of these people, one of the people on the west coast of Florida that won't get power until um, Friday this coming week. So you've gone literally like two weeks without, without power. Think of all the people that have like medication, whatever else, they're trying to get through. And also like there's a gas shortage, a water shortage, um, a food sh- uh, shortage at the time being, and also electricity shortage. Like and no power. Like this go like there was um I read I mean I haven't really verified it, but I saw something on the lines of there was like people in in um in like retirement homes. I'm sorry. Um, uh, Nursing homes, call it? like elderly care people in like nursing homes that like are, are passed because of like the fact that they, this place had no power or they ran out of power. So it's like, what are y'all doing as far as that? Like, at least back to the Hogan thing is like, dude, Hogan, like this is a bad one. Is a bad looking too. Like, I mean, bro, we ain't got like the prayers and vitamins that you got to sustain through 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 all the grueling through all the grueling punishment. Like Hogan, I know you was used to like. You know, being locked, you know, locked in the bear hug for forever, it would be able to overcome it because you was no Hogan. You had the vitamins and prayers to get you by. You know, we ain't got those, Hogan. Come on now. It also we ain't got we ain't got twenty four inch pythons, Hogan. Yeah, 
and, and also, I feel like Hulk Hogan should be like some like Michael Vick at this point, where he needs to be apologizing for everything. He needs to be a, a, apologizing for like stuff he didn't do. Like he he shouldn't be trying to ostracize anybody at this point, like at all. Like he should be Akon, and I'm sorry. Yes, Hogan Hogan should be be I'm sorry for 2004. Like he should be he should just be everywhere, just just sorry about everything. Like like you don't get you don't get to bump your guns about this Hulk. You just don't. Dude, I ain't thought about Ruben stuttered in a decade. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be sorry for this year like Ruben. Like, <laughs> it's just like, yeah, yeah. Hogan, pretty short-sighted on that. Uh, Simon, with with some uh, great commentary on this, he says, fuck Hogan. Um <laughs> Great commentary, fuck Hogan. Yeah. Um, you know, H- Hogan is his... Um, you know, and I don't want to make this, you know, like we've covered Hulk Hogan and the, you know, the problems with his, his, his racist remarks and everything, all that, like, you know, in depth on this, on this show and, in you know, comments and everything like that. But like I said, man, you, you can't be trying to ostracize anybody, Hogan. Like you, you just can't because it comes from a place of privilege. It comes from like, you not really having a clue what, what you're talking about. Like, sorry, Hulk. Um, final thoughts on the May Young Classic. You know, unless you have something else you want to add on on there, James. Um, I'm done with Hogan. Like, I, I have my jokes to say about the, about talk about the vitamins and the prayers, but you know, we're yeah. done now. Yeah. Um, yeah. I. I mean, you talking about the tournament? Like, I loved it. I mean, I. I mean, I could. I could go on and just like uh, heat praise upon it and, and be and glow about it for for a long time, but I mean I, I mean I guess you can get in on it now before I start you know before I start my love fest. So go ahead. <laughs> All right. Um, get, 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 look, get your shit in and get out the way. Yeah. Um, there were I, I would have liked to to see how the tournament would have broke down. You know if we if we switched a couple matchups, but I was pretty pleased from everything that uh, I saw. I was really impressed with uh, the finals and Kyrie Sane winning it and them basically deciding at the last minute not to make it a vehicle for Ronda Rousey and all that to just keep the competition pure, you know, which is something that I thought, you know, wasn't going to happen. And they did, it, it was really entertaining, but I still feel like, they released it in a really awkward format, and I would not, you know, I would not want to see that again. Like, as far as, like, yeah, we're going to drop four episodes this week, four episodes next week, and y'all catch up because we're doing the finals this day. Well, I, what I will say is this. If you showed those, if you went through four weeks of watching the first uh, month of that show, uh, the first, if you put those uh, shows out, you put the first four episodes out in like a weekly succession, I think people would have left off in droves. Hmm. That's a good point. Because you'd have been sitting there and be like, wait, so I'm watching our show and like the only match, only good matches on the first hour or the first four episodes are the main events. I'm done. Like, <laughs> like who, what the fuck else would have happened on these things? And, but like, so, like, you saw the first week, and you watch it, and then by the time you watch all of them, you're like, oh, okay. And then you watch the rest of them again, and then, then you get, like, you watch the second uh, batch episodes, and, or episodes four through, uh, or five, five through eight, and you're just like, holy shit, this, these are some really good matches. 
Um, like, so for me, like, that sort of, you know, I think that's one of the things people are losing sight of when it comes to that is, like, dude, like, I think I would have, I think, you know, even if I'm, like, it was excited for the thing in me would have been, like, I don't know, bro. You're my fan. This shit is sort of like mediocre-ish. Mm-hmm. Like they have, they pretty much only having one really good match per episode. I don't think, I don't think that juice worth the squeeze. But, um, yeah, like, but I, I loved it. I think I feel like on pretty much every basis, like this was a success. Like, um, like they, the people that they wanted to showcase, they all got over. Um, the biggest star won. Uh, the person that needed to win won. Uh, the person, like the person that needed to be in the final, uh, got into the final and looked good in the loss, um, in the only loss. Uh, they made characters people you want to see more of. Um, and they also had like surprise. And they also had some people you know, surprisingly get over that they weren't even expecting to get over. So, and the crowd was white hot for it the entire time, which was great. Um, like. On a small, you know, on an intimate setting, like this is like everything that, like this is like this is everything that you want on a small time, like a studio wrestling show, all time studio wrestling show was or whatever, and what you, what you wanted it to be. Except you know, it was a tournament. Like I thought it was great. Like it was almost like as if like the best version of like a the Crockett Cup or whatever. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, they. I liked a lot of the matches. I, I believe I dropped my ratings in the. Um, the official May Young Classic post, so you guys can check that out or whatever. Um, who were uh, a couple of the people, um, you know, that that you were most impressed with? Oh, well, I mean, okay, so I've only see, I only saw one um, Kyrie Sane match until uh, before the tournament. So, like, number one, her, she's awesome. Um, she's so likable. She's always she's so happy, just, just smiling. Like, she's it's like it's like I don't know how you see her and be like, eh. I'm not, you know, I'm not convinced or whatever. Like she, like, like she comes out, she fights her ass off. Like she has a gear to flip between like being being like the nice smiley person and the ass kicker. Uh, like her offense is spectacular, especially her, especially like the Alabama slam, the sp- the spinning spear thing she does, and then like the backhand, the elbow, which is incredible. The backhand, yeah, the back fist is ridiculous. And the best part about it is like, you know, she's a bad motherfucker because like she has like. She has like the fist deal, like the fist glove thing, the protective fist thing. Yeah. And then she has the elbow. She has the elbow pad for like so. Like I got two big strikes, and it's so. And I'm such a badass that I, I protect you with both of them. Yeah. I got protective gear for you, otherwise I'll break your jaw or your chest. So. Fuck you up. Um, her. Tony Tony Storm. Um, for me, like I, I I thought she was I thought that you know. I thought this was a vehicle for saying two winning. She absolutely should have won it. But, like, if there was somebody that would be like, who would I thought should have been number two to have come in second on this thing? It would, uh, and you throw away the politics of and the potential of doing the four horsewomen thing. I feel like the, their their final format should have been the quote-unquote final. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Tony Storm's gear game is just like, her gear game w- walking in is like already Sasha Banks level. Mm. And I think Sasha Banks has been like for two years, two three years running. Like we haven't really done it in a while. But, like I feel like she's had like the best gear game in the company the, the last two three years. Hmm. We have to um, we have to like, look at that. Yeah, like Tony Tony came in there with like it's, like she came out like in the second match with uh, Lacey Evans and like the base like the ninety five Shawn Michaels joint were like like red black and like zebra print. I was like, okay, I'm already I'm sold right now. I'm sold. <laughs> I'm sold. <laughs> Like, uh, but like, she's also just like 
She's awesome. Um, Piper Nevin, incredible. Just like woman, Kevin Owens. I mean, I guess, I guess, like super athletic. I, I don't think she, power moves. I don't think she's as spect- I don't think she's as spectacular an athlete as or, uh, or as good an athlete as Kevin Owens is relative to you know situations. But I think she does a really good job of um, of making her stuff. Like the stuff involving her size, I think she makes a very good job of making like making it matter. Like her splashes and stuff, and like her bowling balls, like all that stuff is like matters. It's almost like watching, for example, um, you know, we always talk about like when whenever Okada does a drop kick, like you know it's on, like it means it means something. Like it, it, yeah. it means the match about to go to another level. She was splashing when she was out of dropping splashes on people. It was like, oh, okay, like okay, we get it. it like that, like it was one of those. So I, I thought she was great. Like I love, I love her her match with Tony Storm. Like when they both do the bridge and like the handshake. Like I was just like, oh, I love these two. They're great. <laughs> like sign them now, sign them now. Uh, I, I definitely like Bianca Belair a lot. Uh, yes. Just hitting four fifties from the top rope. She's as soon as she gets more experience, she's going to be a future champion. Um, In the great. Crazy thing about it is like her opening match, you see, like you see, like wow, she's so smooth and slick already. Like as far as like being in the right position and like how it looks so easy to her. Like either people gonna love her or gonna hate her. Like once she gets like yep. up to speed, like to where she's ready to become, like, she's gonna be like, it looks so easy. Either she's gonna be like, wow, she's like a freaking prodigy, or like wow, it looks so easy to her that we don't even think she's trying hard. So we just she thinks she's not working hard, so we're gonna hate her. Like it might be an Orton like Okada type thing. Yeah. And then that that shit where she started whooping her with the hair, that shit got heat, melt the building. Yes, right? <laughs> I think I think I think that part. I think the first half of that match is like the best thing in the entire in the entire tournament. Like when like when she started whooping her with the thing, and like she's like desperate to like to fight out of that and overcome. Like Kyrie's desperate to overcome that. Like I thought working underneath from the, from getting whipped to death. Like I thought it was great. Also, like, I also don't know how that's not a DQ, but whatever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you know, I liked a, a bunch of them in there. Um, you know, Shayna Baszler, she was dope. Yeah, she was. Like, her finish is, like, that finish is ridiculous. Like, the way she, like, I can get in, like, like, rear naked choke from no, from out of nowhere, basically. Yeah. Uh, so, I have a question. Do you think it was weird that they had the, the finals and, um, the May Young Classic finals that had the woman ref? That is, yeah, they should they should have done that. But the only reason I think they didn't was <sighs> the ref that did it. He's a main roster ref as well, and maybe that that they you know the large audience they wanted to make sure that everything went off without a hitch. Old girl that you know is a ref in NXT. She's like an NXT ref. And I don't know, maybe it, it would have been a good, you know, thing to have her do the ref ref job for the finals. But, you know, maybe it was a situation where they didn't want to bring her out. You know, dude was already there working that night or whatever. Well, I heard that she was actually there. Well, in that case, they should have had a ref. Yeah, I felt like I felt like I mean, I, I didn't think about this until after the fact. Like, it just brought to my attention by somebody I can't remember. But um, I feel like. You know, about thinking about like there should only be two people, two candidates for the, the, to be the, the ref for that match. It would either be the female ref or the eyebrows on fleek ref that does all the NXT women's matches. Wasn't it the eyebrows on fleek ref that did it? It might have been. I don't remember. 
I do not remember. I'm not going back, not, at least not until after uh, NFL Sunday's over with to, to watch it because I haven't watched it again yet. Yet, mm-hmm. but I will. I think. I think you know. Sometime next week, I'll, like I'll go through, like I'll go through the tournament again. Like I enjoyed this thing a lot, a lot. Um, so let's get into a couple of these questions, James. You put a post up earlier, uh, and it looks like you got some responses. So from Joe Saba all the way in Australia. What's up, Joe? Uh, he says, if unsuccessful. Oi, oi, oi. Oi, oi, oi. Yeah. Um, so if unsuccessful, where does Strowman go? To hell. If he's not successful? Yes. <laughs> to hell. <laughs> like, I don't I don't know who he fights next if he's not the champion. I just don't. Who wants some LeBron, really? Like, if he doesn't win, he needs to go away and then come back, like, after months and then start over again. And I, and I mean, like, because, like, it... it it's almost it's almost like saying it's a mistake if he if he doesn't uh if he doesn't win because like he's so hot right now and like there's so much time for him to like to have a title reign and then lose it again and then like you know get out the way for WWE's plans that it makes for me it makes no sense if he's not champion. Yeah. Um he also says, not sure if he has a match yet. Samoa Joe faces who at No Mercy? I don't think he does have a match. Um, and I, I don't. He's going to have a match. His knee's messed up. Yep, remember? yep. He's got the knee. So he'll, he'll be out of there. Uh, question from Simon How are they going to fuck up No Mercy? Man, that's such a wide deal. There's so many variables on that one. Um, I can tell you this right now. I can tell you this right now. Um, their, main, their main event has, like, hey, Ron, sorry, Ron Sherman doesn't win the title. And they do whatever fuck finish they have to get out of actually having to give a finish for uh, Cena versus uh, Ray. What, especially if it's the Undertaker. Yes, if the Undertaker shows up and kicks both of them in the dick, that would be awful. Um, yeah, like you have two ma- two matches that could have been main event of WrestleMania. You're putting it on this show because it's Staples Center slash y'all are trying to goose the ratings and, and your time coming up for uh, TV for a new TV deal, and you give us no finishes. Because at the end of the day, it's still a C-pay-per-view. Even though you're trying to build it as it being more. Like, either it is or it isn't. Don't play with us. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy says, I want James to cut a five-minute promo on why Gargano is the greatest babyface in WWE today. <laughs> I mean, I get... <laughs> That's a long time. Yeah, like, five minutes, like, good God. Like, I'm, I'm not getting paid for this. Like, <laughs> 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 Look, man. He's the best. He's so likable. Like one of the crazy things about it is like one of the things I really enjoyed was like watching the the uh, the the, um, the May Young Classic and then like seeing Candice with Cray and they do like you know the little you know character building uh, promo thing or whatever. I'm like, oh, she's nice. Like she's so, like she's so happy to be here and everything. That's great. And then you find out like, oh, she's Gar- she's Johnny Gargano's wife. And you're like, oh, now it makes a bunch of sense. Like this is the greatest family ever. Wow. And I remember saying to you. That uh, to y'all actually, you Sierra and Jeremy, to like, you know, like if and when they have children, like that child will be the greatest babyface of all time. And then then y'all made a remark up, yeah, you can't you can't wait for Stephanie and Hunter's daughters to bury uh, bury uh, (laughs) uh, uh, baby baby wrestling. And I was like, you bastards, y'all fucked y'all fucked up my my my, you know my little dream sequence. Yeah, I was I was having I was having some fun just thinking how great the future is gonna be. Because we're gonna be in the hands of the of uh, baby Gargano, and y'all want to ruin it. Yeah. Oh, terrible! I hate y'all. Yeah. Why y'all want to crush my dreams? <laughs> Heels. 
Um, yeah, you know, baby wrestling, as we would say. Um, MTV, MTV True Life. My my friends are jerks. Yep, MTV True Life. Uh, so Dylan says, do you think Enzo is going to take the title off of Neville after the Miz shot him down on Monday? God, I hope not. Um, I feel like it's fully in play. Um, they've immediately shot Enzo to the number one contendership after never, ever once being competitive on the main roster with anyone. Uh, and He's not competitive on Live. He's out here cheating. Yeah, he... I could see him, Neville, hitting the red arrow and Enzo getting out the way and then bumbling around and acting, him acting like Toroyano, like he'll roll him up after a low blow or something like that and win the title. The same. You know, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, if, if Neville loses, it has to be some type of comedy type of, like, slip on the banana pill type thing, right? Where, like, you know, something happens where he goes for the red arrow, arrow and, like, Somehow, some way, like before the match, at some point in the match, where like unbelievably, uh, Enzo has Neville down, like uh, Enzo greases the ropes or some shit like that. <laughs> um, like ask me something ridiculous. Question from Gerard: He says, um, "Will the Miz get the main event storyline he deserves by Mania?" No, of course not. Sadly, no. Um, uh, no. He's in Monday Night Raw, the the land where the big, the, you know, where the big boys play. You know, <laughs> like yeah. I don't like the closest I see him getting a title opportunity would be like after WrestleMania. Like, Unfortunately, yeah, I think we, I think we talked about this. Like the champion is Brock Lesnar. Number one contender is Braun Strowman. The number, the number two. The number two contender would be uh, Roman Reigns, or number two and three contender would be the Roman Reigns of Samoa Joe. John Cena just showed up. Like this is literally the land where the big boys play. Yep. Um, look at the look at the adjective play. Like <laughs> um, he, he, I hope he gets over to SmackDown and he's able to win the WWE title uh, before he lays it down again, or before the baby comes. You know, because never know, might change his career. He'd be like, you know what? I don't need this shit. I'm done. So, uh, hopefully, the Miz like comes around and uh, is able to uh, prosper because he's definitely earned it. I think, I think he'll be around for a while. You know, you know, he's Company always man. had uh, what do you call it? Uh, he's been around for a long time. He's been relatively healthy. He works. He works that soft style. So he, he's gonna be around for a minute, or he should be anyway. Like, and, and WWE still like, regardless of whatever you know. We think as far as his booking or whatever, or him still being, you know, the greatest Intercontinental Geek champion ever, like, he's still, like, they still trust him to get over stuff, so, like, he'll still be around for a while. Like, he might be, I'm not saying, I'm not saying anything as far as, like, the work, but, like, he might be this era's Piper. I mean, Miz is a better worker than Roddy Piper. I'm not going there. I'm not going there. I will. What, there. what other match besides? I'm not. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. This ain't fun. I'm not. I'm not trying to inundate it with people like saying that we lost our minds, or whatever. Look, I, look. I'm not saying Roddy Piper's a great wrestler every, at all. But my point. But my point is, ultimately, like I'm trying to say, like he wasn't as like we can't agree that Miz has never for a second singles day in his life ever been as over as Piper. Correct. But on the other okay. hand, everything I ever put out there about Miz, I turn out right about. Everything. 
Like when when I got into it with Stat Guy Greg talking about Ted DiBiase and the Miz, he was talking about uh, the Miz isn't, isn't a better talker than Ted DiBiase. What happens after that? The Miz subsequently goes on to be, have the you know best run of his career and absolutely just revives Dolph Ziggler. He kills the Miz. He saves the Intercontinental Championship. And then I went on Chad's show and said the Miz is the greatest Intercontinental Champion of all time and he's going to continue to do it. He's passing everybody in the record books. He's going to have the matches. He's going to have the promos and he's going to have the moments. And they're like, I have no problem betting on the Miz. Like, Roddy Piper isn't half the wrestler the Miz was. And move on. I'm, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> you look, send your anger this way. Rich Ladder 32, yeah, no, no, send no, it to no, me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, send it to your address. Don't you bring know, that shit to me. You know, send it here, this way, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I think that'll actually be good yeah, for us. And for the record, I want all y'all to know, I don't give a good goddamn about uh, Rob, Roddy Piper. It's just like, I ain't trying to hear that. It's not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to hear none of the feedback about Roddy Piper and whatever else. Like, look, you know, whatever. Like, I wasn't there for that. I can't really judge it that, that well. Yeah. Like, when I saw Piper when I was a kid, Piper was washed. Very. Piper had a, Piper had a place hip uh, when, I was a, when I was a kid watching, when he was in WCW, calling people homosexuals all the time. <laughs> yeah, like like that man, Roddy Piper, had to have dog collar matches and shit to, to, to really get it popping. You know, he, he, you know, you're lucky you had that match with Bret Hart or else I wouldn't have shit to point to, you know? <laughs> you know, God bless the dead. But, um, yeah, uh, that's pretty much going to be a good place to leave it. James, take a random guess of, of where we're at on the time scale for this. On the time scale? Yeah. Uh, an hour and a half? We're at one hour and 17 minutes. This is awesome. Um, but, yeah, uh, that's going to wrap it up. I think that's a good place to leave it. Make sure you guys check out socialsuplex.com. Uh, also, check out on the Lords of Pain main page. I had a column make it there for winning the August columnist of the month. Um uh, also, uh, check out the SMC podcast. Also on our uh, the same feed as us. So, uh, more content. Good side, good dudes over there. Uh, shouts out to Rance, Carl, and Mr. Caleb. Um, anything else you want to add before we get up out of here, James? Uh, just like, okay, so how many weeks now are we where we've we been like, yeah, Raw and SmackDown put on good shows. Are we like now at like five weeks worth of five straight weeks worth of television uh or we at six i don't i don't pay attention to smackdown half as much so you have to tell me wow man i heard boycott gender (laughs) (laughs) well no well no i was like driving like I, i was on the road last week i've always had something to do on tuesday for some reason recently and it's not like i'm like oh okay i'll, I'll just run back and see what happened you know Yeah, but I mean, they, I mean, it was a really good show. Like, I mean, they stacked card. They had a pay per view basically on SmackDown, the two hour pay per view with the three title matches and then the Vince angle. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it was it was a really good episode. Good man, good, good. Uh, hopefully, they can keep this shit yeah, rolling. Like, yeah, yeah, like, but we're at the point where like they've almost done like two good months of like two straight months of like good like weekly episodic television, and like I'm still like, yep, we'll just wait till the pay per view and they fuck us. Yeah, wait. 
It's coming. The other shoe will drop. And I was saying, I don't even want to watch the Hell in a Cell show. I already know what's going to happen. This is about to be just bullshit on bullshit. Like, I'm just going to get angry. That's what I say. If they, if they do this, if they do this Usos, uh, New Day, Tornado Tag, Hell in a Cell match, like, I'm, I'm, you, have to, you have to, you know, all you have to move that other stuff to the side. That might be the best. That might be, like, one of the five best matches we get all year in the company. We'll see. Um, we we still got no mercy to get through before that, and I believe it is next Sunday. So join us next week here, and mm-hmm. make sure you guys you guys can call into the show One Nation Radio on Skype uh, if you'd like to join us for the preview show uh, later this week. I don't know what we have planned, but we'll probably be reviewing you know Raw and SmackDown go home shows or go home show for Raw and you know all that other shit. But um, yeah, make sure y'all check. I also dropped my album because I thought we was all going to die in a hurricane. Uh, it, it, you can check out my SoundCloud. It's called Family Music Life. Y'all might like it. But, um... FML. Yeah, fuck my life. Um, we up out of here, man. Peace. Later.